movie by an actor or actress this century, obviously otherwise known as since 2000. So give us a <laughs> great performance in the last 23 years. Best answer ever. By the way, I still think people struggle to, um, to think in the, in the more recent terms. Like if you say best performance in the 90s or 80s, it's like easy for a lot of people at least our age and older, I think. I agree um, with you. It's it's a weird I thing. I struggle James. with it. Like I I have trouble like being like, wait, was that 06, 07? Yep. Like it's harder. And James, you know my theory on this. My theory is, and I'll say this quickly and we'll get right to the Eagles. My theory is that people don't even know what the last two decades were called. We didn't have a name of the decade. There's no name. 80s, 90s, 70s, 60s. But I, I also There's no name. And I, I think people think struggle pe- to identify what's in there. People don't rewatch movies as much because of streaming. Like you Could see be. a movie and but there's so much available. Netflix, Prime, Hulu, all that stuff, that you don't watch movies over and over again like we did before. Well, Joe does. I, I do. Joe okay. does but, watch but them. Many TV probably don't. All right, so yeah. give us a great answer for the best performance in a movie this century. 215-592-9494. Whoever provides that answer, we'll see Adam Sandler next month. All right, John, Miles Sanders. I just got to lay it out there. I want the dude back. And I, I think there's been a, a, a real strong degree of disrespect from the fan base. And honestly, John, from you, and I want to say the fan base, not everyone. But from some people who act like Miles Sanders is just useless. I thought he had a really good year. He tailed off at the end. By the way, he was banged up with that knee. Now, I know that's a reality that happens oftentimes with some older players. But he's not old, old. He's only played four years. I thought he had an excellent season on a relatively cheap deal, which I'll term about $3 million per. And by the way, I think it is possible the Eagles get him for $3 million per because the deficiencies he has, other GMs know about as well. I would like to see him retained. And, John, when you tell me you don't want Miles back, I find that nuts. Uh, well, he's pretty good, man. Uh, he is pretty good. He's not He's not as good as I want my back to be here. And, and think about – Can't get it think all. About this, get it all. Think about this coaching staff. Did they have faith that Miles no, Sanders was our in, yeah. best running didn't back in the postseason? No. Remember, Kenny Gainwell and, and Miles Sanders had exactly the same number of touches, meaning you know carries and catches – heading into the Super Bowl, and then Kenny Gainwell was the guy they leaned into in the Super Bowl. We'll never know if that's because Miles was more injured than we realize, but I think there's been an illusion created here in Philadelphia that Miles Sanders is a more effective back than he truly is because for the last couple years he's led the NFL for running backs in yards before contact. Yards before contact means he's getting, you know, three and a half, four yards before he's touched. And, yes, you are effective when that's the case. When when the road is cleared for you, Miles Sanders gives, gives you great production because he is fast. He can, he can get downfield in a hurry. We've seen him break big runs for, for, for touchdowns from 70 yards out. Yeah. But he's not someone who's going to make someone miss with a juke. He's not someone who's going to run through a tackle. And Kenny Gainwell is? Kenny Gainwell is more dependable as a receiver than Miles Sanders is. I think I think it's close to a wash in the running attack. When you look at Miles, Miles Sanders had one catch in the postseason. Kenny Gainwell was that component of Kenny Gainwell makes him better, but I think yeah. they're going to get a different back. I I think he's gone just because I think he's like the top free agent running back, like the number one guy out there. I think somebody else on Miami, Denver, are going to grab him, and the the Eagles aren't going to want to pay the money Listen, that they're going to give. That him. is possible. I mean, Ray, I hear you. Like when 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 the Dolphins came in three or four years ago and scooped up Jordan Howard, that first time Jordan Howard left the Eagles, sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. Meaning, if someone wants to overpay him. Okay. Don't you want a stronger back, you know, a guy who can just – that's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want. Uh, But 
I mean, twelve hundred yards this year for, for Miles. I, and, and John, I think the best you, the best run blocking line in the NFL. Joe. I know, but I he's think he's the you, one who had all the opportunities this year. He did. I just think, John. I, here's where I think you're particularly unfair to think Miles. about the way Boston he, Scott looked and Kenny Gainwell looked in the first quarter of that football game, the Super Bowl, when they got the opportunity yeah, but, to carry the ball. John, it looked great. You just they fell, were productive. You just fell right into the trap. What I was about to say. You're not giving Miles Sanders enough credit, in my opinion. You're not giving him nearly enough credit for helping the Eagles get there by being the main guy for most of the first 16, So now you're going to do the Howie after the Super Bowl in 2017 saying, hey, because you helped us get to a Super Bowl, because you were good in the no. year that we were Super, Super Bowl worthy, I'm moving forward with you. I think there are better options yep. moving forward on this team. And then you add into, the, add into the, the mix here that you've got some young guys coming out who are incredibly cheap for the value they'll give you. And I'm just saying Miles Sanders is, is no longer an option. All right, well, me. let's find out where people stand. 215-592-9494. Miles, do you want him back? Do you want him back? I mean, yes or no. And if it's cheap enough, like $3 million a year, knowing all the Eagles issues with the cap, and needing to have a lot of defensive players fill in to become starters they don't even have yet, uh, do you think it makes sense to keep Miles? And by the way, do you trust Gainwell? Do you trust Gainwell? 215-592-9494 if Miles is gone. Let's go to uh, Shy right now on Cherry Hill. Hi, Shy. What's going on, John? What's going on, Joe? Hi, Shy. Um, listen, you got to get rid of standards. There's a lot of people in the defense, like such as Bradbury, who you got to use the money to re-sign. Miles Sanders is not going to ask for a cheap deal we know that for sure and like we saw Gainwell in the postseason yeah he had more catches yeah we only threw to Sanders once but I mean if you can keep Gainwell for how much we're paying him what's the point in re-signing Miles Sanders if I think he's just going to give us the same season he had this year yeah but I think it'll be worse at this well, yeah, this was a contract year. We know that guys' yeah. level of play is elevated when they're up for the big money, and and I think Miles Sanders had a year for the ages this year in part because he was playing for a new deal. I, I think you'll see a little bit of a step back next season because the motivation is not the same from Miles. Shy last year, Miles just rushing the ball at 259 carries. We have no evidence that Kenny Gainwell can do that and do that effectively and stay healthy. No evidence. Well, we don't need him to do that and, and stay healthy. We also healthy. have evidence. We have evidence, Joe, that Miles Sanders can get hurt. That's he, true. He, and he, that he'll fumble. And that he'll bounce and it he'll when he the should. Ball, a crucial moment. But he, yeah, you're that. right. But he also, but I mean, listen, he got hurt less this year than he had before. I thought, <laughs> no, it's true. I thought Contract he ran. Year. I, I, thought did, he, I do <laughs> think that factors yeah. in. He might have. I thought he ran harder. And, and Shay, Shay, I thought he fumbled less. I mean, look, I know John f points to the Super Bowl. And obviously he had a bad game, and it was disconcerting when he fumbled on the first play. And, of course, that swing pass that he caught. That should tell you could, everything. Could have been a touchdown for the Chiefs. The I biggest game, the biggest game we've watched Miles play, and he wasn't anywhere close to good enough. All right, Shai, give me the best performance in a movie this century. I'm going to say Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. That's pretty good answer. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty good one right there. Let's talk to Ken and Cinnaminson. Ken, good morning, buddy. Good morning, friends. How are we today? Great, Ken. Uh, so, you know, Miles Sanders, the Eagles are a well-run organization, okay? And well-run organizations know two things. You don't extend running backs after their rookie contract, and you don't ever spend a first-round draft pick on a running back yep. in the draft. Yep. And so the, the Eagles are going to do this right. Miles Sanders had, had a better year last year, and, and he, he, you're, you're right, Joe. 
He did look like he ran harder. He looked like he was more decisive. But on the first play of the Super Bowl, Miles Sanders ran that ball to the right. He failed to press the hole at the point of attack where the run was supposed to go, bounced it, bounced it again, and then fumbled on the way out of bounds and hurt his hand. That, yeah. capsulized, that, that encapsulizes Miles Sanders as a football player. Kenny Gainwell runs harder. He runs angrier. He would not have been a fifth-round pick if he hadn't opted out of his, of his last year at Memphis because hmm. Tony Pollard was his backup the year before that. And Tony Pollard got all those snaps because Kenny Gainwell had four people die in his family of COVID, so he opted out. So I'm not hmm. saying Kenny Gainwell is your feature guy next year, but I have more faith in him than I do in Miles Sanders. And you can get anybody. I mean, no offense, John. I know you've made your living as a running back. but <laughs> No, it's true. I mean, you, and I, you, you can't can even call anybody. me a running back like these guys. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You can get production cheaper and younger. And obviously the Chiefs are an example of that with that Pacheco guy. Yeah. I mean, he did step Crushed in. Crush the Eagles. He did. He, he, had a, he had a nice year. All right, Ken, give me a big answer for the best performance in a movie this century. This one's for you, Joe, because I know it's your favorite movie of all time. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis in Lincoln was a tour de force. Well, all right, I already referenced it. I'll write it down. It's not going to win. It's not my favorite movie. He was joking, I think, with that. Yeah, it was a disappointment. I mean, I expected more. kind of boring, wasn't it? You you got Lincoln and you got Spielberg, and I expected a masterpiece. And I I thought it was, of the the Spielberg movies I've seen, and obviously I've seen a bunch, I I thought it was was one of the more disappointing. It's not a bad movie. Matter of fact, it's a good movie. But I expected a sensational movie, and that hey, was a real I agree with you, Joe, but he was good. But Daniel oh, Day-Lewis oh, was, was oh, very Daniel good. Day-Lewis but I agree great. with you on the movie. I yeah. totally agree. So when you went to the doctor yesterday, oh, you boy. thought your contact was still in your eye? <laughs> For like four hours, John. <laughs> so you walked in, and you said, hey, can you help me get this thing out of my eye? And there was nothing in your eye? John, I even took a nap <laughs> earlier in the afternoon to try to, by sleeping, Dislodge help it? the contact come back toward the front of the eye joe i've done this i was before. trying everything like i've fallen asleep on the couch and i've yeah. woken up at like one o'clock in the morning i go I, let me take my contacts out and i think that i've already taken it and i usually realize when my finger touches my I eyeball know. because it hurts i know it doesn't hurt yeah. when there's a contact covering I, I it. normally when you're 44 <laughs> you're like an expert at putting the stuff in and out of your Here, eye joe, I'm I'm a man. Man. here's I'm what i'll do for you I am training, I'm teaching Clark how to put contacts. He's got contacts. Yep. He's 13 now. Yep. So if you want to come over, <laughs> I'll put you in the class of taking contacts in and, uh, and putting them in and taking them yeah, out. For, for real quick, for the non-contacts crowd, way too much touching your eyes talk today. <laughs> yeah. Way too much. James, it was I icky. Agree. It was icky. Like, All right, don't up ahead, up ahead what Shield Kapadia said about the number one player for the Eagles to try to keep. Bryce Harper audio from the interview with John and Ike yesterday. And beat the hammer at 745, plus all the phone calls from Borgata. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Beat the spring rush with the last month of off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. Energy prices have increased over 14% since last year, and new windows will pay for themselves with the energy savings on your energy bills and you'll pay nothing for two full years with 0% financing, saving you hundreds of dollars. Go with the window company that has installed nearly 2 million windows, including mine, by installers with over decades of experience who only use top-of-the-line installation materials, which is why 96% of installs require no follow-up service. Call 866-90NATION and get two windows free 
with every two you buy with no limit plus make no down payment no payments and pay no interest for 24 months tell them Rhea sent you Hey, Joe DeCamera here. Isn't it time to invest in yourself? Well, start at PI Dental Center. They've got decades of experience in complex dental treatment. I mean, they really can solve some big issues people have with their teeth. I've been a patient at PI Dental for 20 years. Now, look, I've been very lucky. I've never had a major, major issue with my teeth. Uh, so for me, it's regular, you know, routine maintenance. But for many people, man, you got a problem. I'm telling you, Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Roberts, they're for a dramatic transformation in just one day. So here's what you got to do. Go to PIDentalCenter.com. That's PIDentalCenter.com and request your new patient evaluation. Brought to you by Family Jewelers, ESPN Field Yates reporting the Eagles reworked Jake Elliott's deal, creating almost $2.5 million in cap space. Matt Patricia will not be the Eagles' new linebackers coach, Bird's not looking, though, too far to fill the role, selecting Temple's defensive coordinator, D.J. Elliott. Visit Family and Company Jewelers online at FamilyJewelers.com or on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey. Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Cloudy with occasional rain this afternoon, a high of 47. It is currently 35. AC's best live entertainment is on stage year-round at Borgata. Visit theborgata.com for the full entertainment lineup. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. All right, from Borgata. Got a camera and John Ritchie just heard of Rhea's update there. Jake Elliott restructured. And, and look, he's someone you can believe in for a long time to come, so it's not an issue where you, you worry about down the road with him. I mean, after that weird 2020, he got things back on track. But don't you think that says something? Uh, you, uh, yesterday, uh, we were talking about Brandon Graham. You know, should yep. we re-up him at six-ish million a year? Like, they are – Howie is doing everything he can to yeah. to milk this as much as possible. Right now, you just restructured your kicker, your kicker. to <laughs> save $2.5 against the cap. I agree, John. These are dire straits. <laughs> I mean, we're <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel, I guys. agree. I'm with you. So that speaks to what we're talking about here. Do you really want to pony up that $2.5 you just scraped the bottom of the barrel for <laughs> to spend it on a, a back who no. is not – significantly better than the backs that you have who can perform the job. Well, look, I like Miles. I like to see him kept. Everyone can weigh in, 215-592-9494. Also, Twitter poll question today. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Armin Chevrolet celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find new roads, arminchevy.com. Today's question, how concerned are you about Andrew Painter's elbow issue, which obviously now has lingered without any definitive news from the Phillies 
for over a week. Uh, two choices here, A, very concerned, B, somewhat concerned. Uh, let's hope it works out, but, you know, time will tell. We'll see. Uh, you can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Beat to Hammer coming up in about uh, about uh, 20 minutes or so every single Friday at 745. So I look forward, uh, obviously, to what should be another victory coming up soon. Uh, also, real quick, before we get to the phones, let's get some audio with Shil Kapadia because, you know, with this free agency thing about to commence on Monday and all the, you know, they can have conversations now with their own players to try to, you know, sign them to new deals. Um, there's one guy that Shield believes is the most important to keep. He also, though, frames it clearly understanding it's going to be hard to keep a bunch of these guys, including that one main guy to keep. And, John, he's talking your language here with this answer. Here's Shield on the complexities of the Eagles' free agent dilemma. It is really challenging. You know, most years we talk about the cap and, hey, you can restructure guys and you can create space. Eagles don't really have that flexibility this year. I mean, I think you'll see them restructure uh, Lane Johnson and uh, Darius Slay, and that'll free up some space, but it's not like it's enough where you're going to go and make a big splash. So I think you have to get creative. You have to explore the trade market to address some of those needs on defense. You know, the guy I had kind of pegged as the guy that I really think they're going to prioritize is Javon Hargrave, just because mm-hmm. he's coming off a terrific year. He's 30. You know, he's not 33. He's 30. Uh, you always prioritize the defensive line. And also, you don't have a lot of options there. But I'll tell you what, I, I just started working on my top 100 free agents for, for the Ringer, which will post here in the next couple of weeks. And Javon Hargrave is like a, a top five league-wide free agent. I mean, he, he's going to get uh, certainly in the teens 15 to $18 million per year, I'm thinking. So uh, that could get challenging for them if somebody comes in and says, no, we want this guy. Interior pass rush is valued, and uh, we're going to go after him. So he, he's kind of the guy I'm probably most interested in. And that was Sheila about two weeks ago, and obviously he did eventually put that list together. Look, Hargrave is a big-time free agent, and he's going to be really, really hard to keep. But we know they want to keep him. Whether they can, we shall see. All right, to the phones, 215-592-9494. I want Miles Sanders back to you. Let's go to Dan. By the way, some Bryce Harper audio we'll get to shortly on Bedlam at the Bank and his big home run against the Padres. What's up, Dan? Morning, team. How are we today? Hey, Dan. Doing great. You know, you realize, like, most running backs really don't get, like, a big second contract unless you're, like, Ezekiel Elliott or something. I agree. Yep. So, I agree with John. I think our, I think um, Gainwell is just as good or maybe a slightly less uh, better than him. So why allocate any type of millions um, yep. to, to Miles Sanders? And especially when you can get another running back in the draft uh, that's suitable to, if you like his style to what he does. Well, my answer, okay, so it's a good question. My answer is because I believe Miles Sanders – got better last year and became a player that for about $3 million can be trusted. Now, not everyone will agree with me, but I thought he was, look, he's not the main cog in the Eagles offense, and he's not one of the top five main cogs. But I think he's above average, and he's still young enough. I mean, remember, he didn't have a ton of wear and tear at Penn State because he was backing up Saquon. Yeah, but I, last year was his first real healthy year. Every year we've had him, he's, he's been hurt. I, I, I just think it's time to cut ties with these guys. Like I said, I, yep. it, um, you have an emotional attachment to people like Brandon Graham. Dan, two years, Kelsey, since, two like years and six million, you're telling me you're saying no to Miles Sanders? Yes. It, it, the money can be – listen, any other year, sure, but the money should be allocated to other needs this year. It, it's just – it's unfortunate that that's the way this cookie's crumbling this year, that our money actually has to be – like you just said, they're, they're allocating money from a kicker. Um so, no, I don't – two years from now, you know, if we have – yeah, you, you sign them, but it's just, not, it's just not the way it is this year. This year, right, you literally Dan, give me, need every penny. 
Give yep. me an answer for a performance in a movie this century. What's the Did best one? Did anybody say Heath Ledger in Dark Knight? Yes. Yeah. How about Russell Crowe in Gladiator? Ooh. Yeah, it is the spring of 2000. It's 2000 for sure. Uh, you should awesome. know, Joe, right? I'm well aware exactly when it was. You yeah. did say spring of 2000 it before was the I spring of 2000. <laughs> Wait, why? Is that a favorite? Uh, is that a rewatch for you? That was a... It was a great in theater experience. It was a, listen. I went, what do you I went, mean? I went to the movies, college. It was there was a whole. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Did you on. bite like somebody? Did I what? Did you bite somebody? <laughs> bite Were you bitter. by yourself, Joe? <laughs> I was not by myself. I bit. Oh. I was not by myself. <laughs> Let's go to. Uh, this is mostly empty movie theater. Let's go to Chris <laughs> oh. in North. <laughs> okay, there's a story here, and I need to hear it. Chris in oh. Northeast Philly. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold Did on. Settle down. We're trying to do a show here. My God. Oh, there's yeah. no going on let's, from we this. Should let's have we some should probably. What happened when you went to see the Gladiator? We should probably happen. Russell Crowe wins, and then he dies, and then he's dead. I'm going to make an executive decision and say we move on here. Let's go All to right, Chris fine. in Northeast Philly. Hello, Christopher. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi, Chris. All right, so um, so I've been noticing this week we begin some uh, renewed talk about the old Audi uh, camera Athlon earlier in the week. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, were you aware that uh, Marks was uh, running his mouth a little bit earlier in the week too on the afternoon show or no? What, about what sport? I talked to John Marks about boxing, Joe. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, that's that's what I'm getting at. It was pretty much the camera wants me one on one hoops. All he's got to do is box me first, and I know Joe that wasn't. Oh. You know, your go-to when we brought this up. But, dude, you're on the morning show now. You, I like, got a tender eye. Chris, I got a tender want. eye. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, well they, call, the they don't call you the hammer now? for nothing. I mean, listen, so he, so let me just make they sure might. I understand this. He's afraid of playing me in basketball, so he wants to try to slug me in the face and box him? Come on, Joe. You got to give the people what they want. We all want to see you whip on marks. I would crush him. We all know that. That's <laughs> oh, you think so? Yeah, that's a kid. That was a nice yeah. job by Maybe Chris there, getting him in on that. <laughs> well played. <laughs> all right, Chris, all right. what do you got on the Eagles? All right. Um, as far as uh, how the running back goes, um, what was the number you, you, you threw out there? Three well, million? Three mil. Miles? What if you get him for three mil? Um, I wouldn't be super opposed to that. Um, I like because you know I like Miles. He's a Penn State guy. He's a good player. But I mean, it's it's running back. I mean, if you if you can do that, that's fine. But if not, it's like it's a position that's going to work itself out. I mean, it's running back in the NFL. It always does. You already got some other solid guys. If you want to bring him back for three million, okay. But I'm sure you can find someone. It just makes no sense. It makes no sense yeah. to bring him back for no. $3 million when Kenny Gainwell's his base salary is going to be $940,000 this year. Is, is, yeah. is Miles Sanders going to give you three times the performance of Kenny Gainwell? Let's be, let's be practical here. There no, is he no won't, way no, he won't he'll give you three give times, you three times no. the performance. Right now, we are doing everything we can to maximize what little funds we have. You can't waste money at the running back position. But I'll tell you yeah. this, he might give you 10 times the performance if they draft another Donnell Pumphrey in the fourth round, and that's possible. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, they have, a, they have a roster that should compete for a Super Bowl, and Miles is a part of that, or at least was a part of that, and can be again. That's, that's my argument. Chris, give me a great answer here for a performance in a movie this century. What's the best one? Can I get one more quick question on the uh, running back topic real sure, quick? Sure, sure. All right, so my, uh, it was um, – so if – Three million and uh, Kenny Gainwell's making less. Do you think Kenny Gainwell is a better running back than Miles Sanders? No. And if they did do that, would that like hurt the team because they're going to try to fit him into the offense more than they would Gainwell because he's making more money? I will right, we'll address that in one sec, Chris. Give me a, give me a performance in a movie. 
All right, I'm going to go uh, Tom Hanks and Captain Phillips, that final scene where he gets rescued and loses yeah. it. That was, like, otherworldly. That was awesome. It is, a great, it is a great movie and a great scene. John, is Kenny Gainwell actually better than Miles Sanders? I think he's a better running back. Uh, I think Miles Sanders is faster, and I think we have an overinflated sense of how good he truly is. Uh, Kenny Gainwell is more than serviceable, and he's a better receiver. Than Miles, He's definitely than a better Miles. It's not even. Yeah. It's not even that. Like, we're not even judging that. Agreed. That, that is the coaches have shown us. That's how they plan to use Kenny more, and uh, I, I, I think they can be comparable as runners because again, the way this line blocks, the way Jalen holds the backside, I think the Eagles more than most teams can plug and play with many different running backs and i think that's probably going to be part of the plan moving forward if the eagles got a power back to add to this offense i mean can you imagine what it would look like with the receivers with the tight end with the offensive line with the options you have at quarterback uh, that's that's what i want well it would be great i wonder what trey sermon's involvement oh, is going to be trey they, sermon was good no, at one point they didn't play him trey sermon is still a member of the eagles team and organization they obviously think he's they a lot. had him on the practice squad they brought him up for one game remember he had two carries yeah. all season yep. and i look i thought he had two good carries not much of an opportunity i would expect that heading into this next season they'll give him more opportunity boston scott is also going to factor in boston scott is a good back and they depend upon him, especially in a lot of the special teams areas. So he is a valuable member of this team. Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott, you are you telling me you don't think those two can step in and do as much as Miles? I would say this. First off, I believe Boston Scott's a free agent. I think he is, too. So oh, he is. you got to keep is. him. By the way, let me just say one other thing independent of this running back conversation. Guys, we have spent zero seconds talking about the quarterback spot beyond Jalen Hurts. They need a backup quarterback. Why wouldn't you just bring back Minshew? Well, well if, if I Minshew, want one that's more like Jalen. Well, oh, I would like that too. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying there's two different ways yeah. to look at it. One is they could read it, but they need to convince him to stay. He might try to go compete right. elsewhere to be a starter. So that's uh, number one. I, I, I don't. I I think teams around the league know he's not a starter. Well, probably. But I'll say this: he's stopgap guy. He's but. probably going to be one of the higher paid backups. I think he hurt himself. And he did hurt himself, John. His performance in the second game yep. he started definitely was at the Saints game. He did hurt himself. Yeah. But let's not act like in this town, you know, where we saw the Eagles win their only Super Bowl with a backup quarterback and have had some seasons sink or swim on the basis of whether the quarterback, backup quarterback, can sink or swim. There's that whole realm, too. Maybe I mean, they draft a guy who's similar to Jalen. They might, but you know, I don't remember sure. them other than Hurts. I don't remember them drafting a player. They're certainly not going to draft one in the second round. I don't remember them drafting a player and saying he is our backup quarterback this year. Clay no. Thorson? Well, he, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, even a, like A.J. <laughs> was the third yeah, stringer. Sure. And, you know, yeah. so that's the preferred, especially with a Super Bowl-ready team. I mean, do you really yeah. want to take a quarterback in the fifth round? I'm just picking a round. Yeah. And say, okay, this is the guy. If Jalen gets injured, he's our guy? Because maybe people are looking at what the 49ers were able to do with Brock Purdy. You know, to get, you know, get, I, listen, he Such got Such an to, abnormality, though. He, uh, absolutely was, but they were able to get to the yeah. NFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. you know? hey. All right, so 215-592-9494. Don't you think it's interesting, though, like you bring up the point Boston Scott as a free agent. I, I, I think that could hurt Miles Sanders' chances of becoming an Eagle again because Boston Scott last season played for $1.5 million. Miles Sanders, they, the Eagles can say to him, hey, 
one-year deal we gave Boston Scott last year, $1.5 bucks. Will you do that? I don't think Miles Sanders well, he, wants to do he that. He won't be that cheap. I, and if you're no. the Eagles, you're saying, okay, Boston Scott, I can plug him in there, and he can do what Miles did. It's an option. And he's a more factor than Miles is. He's a better value. If you have to re-sign one, and you're the Eagles, and you can re-sign one for 1.5. Two ninety four ninety four beats a hammer coming up in about ten minutes. Now let's get to more of the Bryce Harper audio. It was a wonderful interview yesterday. John and Ike conducted at uh, Philly's uh, spring training in Clearwater with Bryce Harper, and they covered a lot of ground. And one of the main things, of course, as we all knew, would be the home run against the Padres. Let's be real, the bedlam at the bank. Before we get to his extensive and really cool answer about running around those those bases and that moment for him as an athlete, let's relive <laughs> what it sounded like. And what it felt like, as called here on WIP by Scott Fransky, when Bryce Harper hit that home run. Two balls, two strikes to Bryce Harper. Suarez delivers. Swing and a drive. Left field. It's deep. It's going. Yes. And it is gone. Yes. yes. It is Bedlam at the bank as Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on top. Are you kidding me? His 10th career home run of the postseason. And he may never hit a bigger one. You know, few athletes ever get a moment like that. I mean, John, you were an athlete. You play in the Super Bowl. But most guys that played pro sports don't get something like that. So, of course, the question is, what did it feel like? Like, what was that like? John and Ike digging in on that topic yesterday. This is a long answer by Bryce, but a great answer. Talking about that experience, that home run. Let's listen to Bryce Harper's answer yesterday on that whole thing. Do you realize how big of a home run that was in the city of Philadelphia's sports history? Like, as far as iconic hits, iconic plays, and, you know, I've been a, a my first memories of life were the 80 World Series. So, like, that's what it, I remember first. That home run is the bit, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, of all time. I mean, did you know that after you hit it? Do you know that right now? That, I mean, I know you, you take pride in being a Philly, and you were doing it after your home runs. You were showing the, the Phillies, and you represent this city so great. Do you know how special and big that home run was? I think it's just fun, right? Like you always, when you're younger, I mean, you guys did it too. Um, you always dream about those moments in baseball, basketball, football, whatever sport you played growing up, you always dream about catching the touchdown or, or you know, shooting the three to win it at the buzzer, um, hitting the homer in the, in the late innings to win a game. Um, and the moment happened, right? Like the moment happened. Um, I'm getting chills because it's just just being able to kind of look back on it. And I remember walking up the steps to K Long, and I told him, I said, "We ain't going back to San Diego, dude. It ain't happening." And I just didn't want to get on the flight to go to San Diego because it's a five-hour flight. <laughs> and I had two, I have two kids, and I don't want to, you know, my wife and everything, and getting in late, and I don't want to do it. Um, but. Just the moment and having the opportunity, I was so grateful for that opportunity. JT went down 0-2 and then hit, hit a changeup in the left field, and I said, this is it. Like, this is my opportunity to have a great at-bat against this guy. And he's really good. You know, he, he had a great year for them. Um, I know everybody talked about bringing Hader in and having that moment of, you know, Bob Melvin having to do that. Um, but if you guys look at the numbers from Suarez and the way he pitched that whole year, he absolutely dominated lefties. And I remember the at-bat that we had in San Diego and his best pitch and everything like that. But just the moment and the opportunity I was so grateful for. Um, and to be able to kind of 
if you guys remember, I didn't really go crazy. Like I, I wanted to, I wanted to see everything around me. I wanted to feel that. I wanted to, you know, hone you look like you were in slow motion after you hit it. <clears throat> and I wanted to feel that way. You know, like when I when I hit it and it went, I was thinking that ball better go, man. These these better <laughs> these better be the good baseballs because that ball better go. Um, but just the moment, I really wanted to enjoy that with everybody around. Uh, my whole team, the whole stadium, looking around, seeing the stadium, the beer going in the air, um, just everything about it, just the moment was so cool, looking up and seeing my wife and my kids and my whole family and her family. Um, it was just a really cool moment to kind of to take in and um, just an exciting time, not for myself, but for my teammates, the whole city, um, and to be able to share it with a group of people that I love and a city that I love, there was no, there's no better moment. Um, and I look forward to those moments more and more, right, with the team that we have and the group that we have um, because that's what, that's what you play for. Those, those are the moments that you live for. Those are the moments that you play for. Um, and it was just it was kind of the perfect storm, right? Like I get hurt at the end of the year. I'm not saying that's a perfect storm, but I get hurt, you know, with my thumb. I come back. We play San Diego, and the team that I get hurt for the two months, we knock them out. And it was <laughs> like, this is great. You know, why not knock out the team that, you know, kind of knocked us down for a minute and we come back and, you know, we punch and uppercut and see you later. Um, But really excited and really happy about kind of where we are as an organization from here going forward. You know, that last part is really cool. I mean, the whole answer is cool. Going around the bases, you know, looking to try to find his family, which I don't don't know if that was while he was going around or maybe when he crossed home plate, depending on where they were seated. But the idea that he was aware this is the team – that almost ended my season, you know, with that hit by pitch, and I'm going to stick it to them. <laughs> I, I mean, love that. That's yeah. com- that's a great that, competitive. That edge to him that he has. Remember when he was a young kid coming up, cocky. We all hated him yeah, we when did. he was with the Nationals. That has, you know, he's matured, but he still has that in him. Yeah, and you hear it when you hear stuff like that. I love it. Big time, big time. Love it. Coming up in five minutes, beat to hammer in five minutes. And obviously, we need a contestant for beat to hammer coming up in five minutes. So. We'll take caller five on the contest line. Caller number five at 215-988-1258. Caller five, 215-988-1258. You will be competing in Beat the Hammer in a matter of moments. And obviously, hey, you'll, you'll probably Are you lose. capable of doing it with your eye? Yeah, I can, I can power through. For those, <laughs> oh, injured. Yeah. For those uh, just tuning in, I missed the Maxwell Awards last night because I had a contact stuck in my eye for hours and hours and hours. But it wasn't. I had to he go left, to the doctor. But it wasn't stuck in except your eye. Except it wasn't. There was fact, nothing in your eye. Correct. And you, you went know, to the doctor. Except your eye. <laughs> and, and he's also still wearing his tux that he was yes. going to wear to a <laughs> yeah. black tie band. He's still wearing it currently. Well, let, me, let me enjoy it a little bit. I mean, it's, I, was, I was supposed <laughs> to be there. All right, let's go, to, uh, let's go to Justin right now. Hello, Justin. What's happening? How y'all doing this morning, man? Great, Justin. Good deal, good deal. Uh, I, I like this, being like y'all being on the mornings because I get to call you more. <laughs> it's, it's a little easier for me to call with my work schedule, man. Y'all great. are doing a great job. Uh, real quick, I got two things. Uh, yesterday, you, you guys were talking about the, the Peter King thing with uh, Carson and how he he would look at that statue and say, that that should be me. I think yep. his mindset there was like, you know, if that if I hadn't got hurt, that would be me. Why is that not me? And it's like mm-hmm. you said, Joe, he had never faced any adversity. You know, I, I'd never heard that like you guys were. Well, he Justin, here's the one. Got- it was. Justin, I'll say this on the, you know, that should be me in the statue. Um, the one thing that was a little unclear in the way Peter King presented it, did he mean that Carson Wentz was saying, 
that should be me. If I hadn't gotten hurt, we would have won the Super Bowl, and that would be that's, me in the statue. Or, like, or was he saying, I led the team to an 11-2 and record. My accomplishments were greater than Nick Foles' that year. Even though I didn't play in the Super Bowl, that statue literally should be me. I, I think it was if I hadn't got hurt. But the thing that I was I don't at, know. You know like, was, I think both. I kind of think both also. <laughs> that's, that's, his, that's, you know, the ego that he has. Yeah, that's the way I sort of – that's the way I took it. Well, the thing, the thing that I took away from it as well is, you know, he, he had never really faced adversity. Like, he had never gotten a B all the way through school or anything right. like that. And, uh, you know, I look at how you handled beat the hammer those last few weeks <laughs> when you're on the midday losing three or four or four or five. Well, that was back in December. You were ready to quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I did it. But, I mean, Justin, hey, that's very similar. For, it's similar to Foles. You so you got to realize, champions like Foles and I. See, Foles <laughs> obviously went through that stretch 2015, 2016, he's thinking about retiring. You know, it's okay. I mean, look, look at Rocky. I mean, Rocky a couple times, like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, but, you, then, but then you, you, you re-engage. Any other champion you want to compare yourself to before uh, you're done here? Let's see here. Well, Jordan stepped away <laughs> twice. Oh, I was waiting for Jordan. I mean, it's Jordan back. every time. Yeah, he came back. <laughs> and we have the hat uh, trick. Um, on the running backs, too, real quick. Yeah. If they don't sign Miles, I don't think they will. There are two guys in the draft that I really like that I think they can get in the later rounds. One of them's Eric Gray, by way of Tennessee, Oklahoma, and the other is uh, Tyron Evans. And he's from. He was actually went to Tennessee for a season and wound up in Louisville. Tyron Evans ran a four-five-two. But they shown some stuff on uh, Twitter where the clock's kind of messed up. He should have ran like a four-four-seven. And both mm. Evans has a little bit more power to him, and he was in this spread read option stuff down here at Tennessee. And Eric Gray's a little bit more like Kamara. Gotcha. All right, Kamara Justin, give me an answer here for a, a, a performance this century in a movie. What's the best one? Uh, I, I can't win, obviously, because it's Adam Sandler tickets up there. But I, I gotta go. Uh, Javier Bardem, No Country for Old Men. Wow, it, taking it. A Mount Rushmore off the board. Wow. Look at that. Seltzer, Seltzer's loving it. All right, good deal. All right. Uh, you need to see that one, don't you? Yeah, I do you need, need to see, to see that it, one. dude. Is it one of the best movies? Yes. Also? Yeah, it would be in my top five of the 2000s. Wow. All right, very good. All right, Pizza Hammer is brought to us by Shive Vintage Sports, where there is a story in every stitch for the best Philly team apparel. And I was at their store last week. It's an awesome store. Got a couple of them, by the way. I was at the Center City location last week. They also have a store in Wayne. Uh, for all the information about Shive, visit shivesports.com. They have the coolest new thing that I want to get. It's like a hoodie jersey. I saw it posted the other day, and I was like, I need to have that, like in the worst nice. way. Nice. Yeah, they, yeah. They, have a, they have a great outfit there. Hold, the, whole, the whole shop is awesome. All right, let's play a, a little game we call Beat the Hammer. Beat the Hammer. It's time for Beat the Hammer. On Sports Radio 94 WIP. All righty, and with a record of, let's see here, let me, uh, uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, 35 losses, that doesn't sound so good on the surface, but then when you realize 211 wins, that's why it's Jordan-esque. I mean, Jordan would typically go, what, he'd go like 65 and 17 in a year. He had that one year where they were 72 and 10. Let's see, James, if we did 72 and 10 times that by three, I got to tell you, that's really similar to 211 and 35. <laughs> so the Michael Jordan, and really, I mean, it's simple. Even Stanford it's very, over here, very even, close. Even Richie with his Stanford math knows it's it's just about the same. Uh, our contestant today, it's really not. The same. I mean, I'm doing, all. dude. I'm doing it without Scotty Pippen. I got people rooting against me. Come on, man. Everyone in the, America was rooting for Michael Jordan back then. All right, uh, our contestant, his name is uh, Robert, and he will be competing today 
if he wins. He'll win a uh, Phillies. How about this? 1941 Navy cap by Shy Vintage Sports, where there is a story in every stitch. For the best Philly team apparel, visit them in Center City, Wayne, or ShiveSports.com. We welcome our contestant, Robert. Robert, you're, you know, probably going to lose the next couple minutes. How do you feel? I feel I feel good. I'm ready to go. We'll see what the category is. Do you feel the need, you know, the need for speed? The need for speed. Um, yeah, you don't get the no. reference, do you? I mean, we're not doing movie trivia here. No, I get, here. I get doing... the reference. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, what an understated fellow here. He doesn't sound intimidated well, in I any mean, way. I mean, what is speed at? I mean, I get the reference, but it's kind That's of a weird reference that, for the how moment. About the, how about the movie speed? How about Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves? Don't go below what 55 miles an hour. Hey, I'm just trying to throw <laughs> Robert off. nothing to do with Robert, you know what? Good point by me. I really don't need to do anything to throw you off. Good point I'm going to win me. anyway. What? Robert, I'm out of here. You do your little thing. Get your one or two out of get five. Out of I'll here. come back and you kick scram. your ass. Good luck, buddy. Get out of here. Got it. Thank you. Robert, you're very, you're very, uh, Robert, thank polite. you for being such a pro yes. about this. He is no problem. I don't he's think now he... Jeffersoning. That, he's no, making so it we're back. We're very clear back. to all of us that he's think going he has to George his Jefferson today, though. Uh, he so. might not. The holy the hammer. Yeah, not today. The he's got, he's appearance. got the tux pants on with the silky line down the side. And that's He's wearing tux pants. And, and shirt. Yes. All right. Is wow. uh, is the hammer safely ensconced in the soundproof uh, yes, freezer? Yes, he is. Yes, Seems he is. Like All right, Robert, we're going to play a little game we call Beat the Hammer. You ready to play, sir? Let's do it. Can't wait. All right, here we go. Category for the week. Uh, we have not given nearly enough time to the Philadelphia 76ers playing great basketball right now. We're going to do a little Sixers trivia here in Beat the Hammer. Are you ready to roll, sir? Uh, I am, yes. All right, clock will start as soon as the first question is finished being asked. You can pass if you don't know the answer. Question number one, here we go. Allen Iverson is one of four players who have been inducted into the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame who played for the Sixers in the 2000s. Name one of the other three. Um, uh, pass. Since moving to Philadelphia, there are only two teams the Sixers have faced in the Eastern Conference Finals more than once. Name one of them. Celtics. Only two head coaches have coached over 500 regular season games for the Sixers. Name one of them. Uh, Larry Brown. Aside from the Lakers, who is the only other team to beat the Sixers in the NBA Finals? Uh, The Celtics. The Sixers have drafted two players in the second round of the NBA draft who went on to have their number retired by the team. Name one of them. Julius Irving. Allen Iverson is one of four players who've been inducted in the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame who played for the Sixers in the 2000s. Name one of them. Time. Okay. Uh, Chris Webber, yeah. Chris uh, Webber would have been right. Oh, oh too man. late. Yeah. Too late. But not, still, it's all not right. Not my category. I not could, my category. I get it. I get it. We got one. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's an automatic, uh, but they don't feel great about the hammer losing this category. Can someone wave the hammer in here? Let's. Uh, do we have to? videotaping him good because i wanted to see the strut good. it does seem Thank like you, it's Francisco. taking him longer than normal so he must be playing it up <laughs> yes oh he gosh, is jeffersoning oh, on he's his waving way in. to oh, the he's crowd jeffersoning now. on the way back yes. now this is new 
That's he's, great. He's Miss America waving. Oh. I'm waving to the one person watching. <laughs> <laughs> There's one human here. Oh, wow. Oh, Something else, man. All right. Well, listen, I mean, eh, what are you going to do? All right. Uh, how'd this Robert guy do? I'm sure you're ready to roll guys. here. Oh, dude, I was born ready. Yeah, you it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it. Because so, so I'm who ready. Else, who else has 211 wins? Come on, man. Uh, I don't know. Cy Young's got 300 more than that. <laughs> That's true. He also did it for longer than I did. Okay. Excuses. That's all I hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. You're ready to roll here? Yeah, I told you I'm ready. Okay, good. Category for the week, we're giving the Sixers some due. We've not talked enough Sixers on Beat the Hammer. It's a little Sixers trivia this week, Hammer. Wow. You ready to roll here? Sixers trivia. All right. All right. Maybe a little Hersey Hawkins. <laughs> Are you ready? Manute Bowl with those six three-pointers out in Phoenix. So the reason he does this, for for those listening, is one time, I can't remember what it was, but it was like Eagles trivia or something, (laughs) and he goes, little Tommy McDonald, and it was the answer to the first question that I asked. Oh, my God. Yes, so ever since, he's always trying to. three or four times. Yeah, yeah, you've got it a few times, but that first time definitely set off a bad. uh, All right. All right, you ready? Robert and Wayne do. All right. Here we go. Sixers trivia. Clock will start as soon as the first question is asked. Here we go. Question number one. Allen Iverson is one of four players who've been inducted in the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame who played for the Sixers in the 2000s. Name one of the other three. Dikembe. Since moving to Philadelphia, there are only two teams the Sixers have faced in the Eastern Conference Finals more than once. Name one of them. Wow. Um, Milwaukee. Only two head coaches have coached over 500 regular season games for the Sixers. Name one of them. Wow. I'll come back to that. Aside from the Lakers, who is the only other team to beat the Sixers in the NBA Finals? Oh, interesting. Uh, Portland. The Sixers have drafted two players in the second round of the NBA draft who went on to have their number retired by the team. Name one. Mo Cheeks. All right, 500 games coached for the Sixers. I'll say uh, Billy Cunningham. Bang! That's how you do! How'd this guy do, by the way? I sure didn't do that, right? 5 1. Oh, yeah, that's how you do. I mean, see, this is the thing. And this is for all the people that were like, ooh, old man and Robert a couple minutes ago because he only got one out of five. What difference would it have made? I, I could clean anybody's clock. Sorry to the people walking by here. Not sure why I'd say I clean clocks. I'm a you clock scared though. Sir, I'm a clock cleaner. I'm an actual clock cleaner. Oh my god. Thank you. Shut a clock cleaner. Home. Me and Michael Drive. Yeah, that's up, yeah. Smash! Yeah. Joe is scaring innocent bystanders. Two hundred and twelve. That's what you do. Two hundred and twelve, John. You gotta admit, John, that was I mean, that was almost complete rapid fire. That I is just, damn impressive. I would not disagree with that. Uh, I bitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you need derailed somehow. Oh, this is man. getting um, a little much. Joe, I will tell you, it was impressive right up till you started yelling at the elderly couple. <laughs> yeah. Well, they just, were startled by yeah, that. Yeah, I was just kind of yelling. And at they the, got booed, by the way. Yes. I think the elderly like couple, they, they stated that they were fans of some other team because our eagle friend here started booing them. Uh, for their you guys are trouble. Oh, this makes me so happy. So let's talk to Robert. Robert, what happened to, you know, you? Not my category. I expected Phillies. Um. Yeah, Sixers. That's that's probably probably my worst. So okay. con- you know they're congrats. one of our one of our main teams. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I realize. Congratulations to you. That's how you do it graciously. So uh, well done, <laughs> Robert. I gotta say nice. this. I wasn't gonna award you this prize just because you know. I mean, one out of five people are probably annoyed at you. But you live in Wayne, and that's where Shy Vintage Sports has a store. 
So we're going to award you the Shive Vintage Sports nice. gift Aww. because you uh, deserve what it, Robert. What a good guy you are, buddy. Well, I really want to encourage Robert to call again and bring that one for five to the table again. Oh I'm surprised. Robert, you, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't give him one of these. You got your ass kicked. Well, that was, that was a given. <laughs> we all know that. Everybody listening know that. Hey, Robert, I'm going to put you on hold so we can get your information. Thanks, buddy. Sounds great. Thank you. All right. And we'll Hammer, real quick, you, you, know, you want to see if you can nail the other ones you didn't get on this? So, the sure. two other players in the 2000s who made the Hall of Fame for the Sixers. Play, they played for the Sixers. They played for the Sixers in the 2000s and are now in the Hall of Fame. Wow. Um, wow. That's tough. I, uh, it certainly ain't Keith Van Horn. I don't, I don't want to slow things down too much. I don't know. Who, who is it? Chris Webber yep. and Tony Kukoc. Kukoc, oh, the hard yeah. one, wasn't well, his? Kukoc. It's a farce. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the a, other team that the Sixers have played more than once in the Eastern Conference Finals besides the Bucs? Uh, I don't know. who The, the Celtics. Yeah. Brett Brown is the Gross. other coach who has coached over 500 regular oh season games. Oh, my God. That's and then terrible. Hal Greer was taken in the second round as well. Total dominance, and that's what the Hammer does again. For those that keep track at home, mm -hmm. that is victory number 212. No one. All right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> let's go to the phone. Are you going to shut, shut it down? Oh, or? yeah. With that, I can't even hear music anymore. But with that, let's shut it down. Beat the Hammer on Sports Radio 94 WIP. John, what's the bigger issue, my ears or my eyes? 